Hey, Vinny. Yeah, Cardiff? Do you want to go subreddit surfing? I want to want to go subreddit surfing. Grab your phone, let's go subreddit surfing. Because I want to go subreddit surfing with you. We talk to folks from different subreddits because sometimes we just don't get it. We explore all kinds of subreddits. Subscribe now or you will regret it. Do you want to go subreddit surfing? I want to want to go subreddit surfing. Grab your phone, let's go subreddit surfing. Because I want to go subreddit surfing with you. Vinny and Cardiff go subreddit surfing. Mondays at 8, we are subreddit surfing. 10 is too late for subreddit surfing. So be here now for subreddit surfing today. It is that time again, ladies and gentlemen. It is the time where Cardiff and I surf some subreddits. Aloha, big kahunas. Grab your boards. I'm shot out of a cannon tonight because I'm excited, Cardiff. Me too, Vinny. Me too. But first, I need to say, bring out those super chats, Big Kahuna. Big oh, Kahuna's they're already? Because, no, they're not. And I've got a $45 Detroit City parking ticket to pay. So pony up. It's all your fault. You deserve it. That's true. I had to pay $40 for an Uber for no breakfast. Yes, it's horrible. Horrible the things that happened in Detroit. It's horrible that that homeless, what that homeless man did to your anus, Vinny. It's horrible, horrible, horrible. What do you think a homeless man? Well, you know, I'm not even going to ask you that. I'm just going to say hello to everybody. No, no please. Life. <laughs> no, thank you, Cardiff. Oh. Folks, this is really exciting because Cardiff and I probably spent the most time together that we've ever spent this in person. Yes, absolutely. It, Absolutely. And this week it was pretty interesting. It was a lot of fun to hang out with you and kind of get to know you outside of being a cartoon potato on the internet. You're awful. I know. I, there's a reason why I hide everything, Vinny. There's a reason why I hide it all. I'm a so, horrible human being. A couple of things I want to address before we get started. Tonight we are doing our very, very first Win the Producer Job contest show. We're going to introduce Jimmy the Lip in just a minute. He has put together tonight's episode as well as found us a guest. Yes. So stay tuned for that. Hang out. Get excited because this is going to be really interesting. So or, this show. Oh, sorry. No, or completely bonkers. We'll find out. Or completely bonkers. This show, next week's show, both will be produced by two different uh, candidates for the much coveted role of subreddit surfing uh, producer. And we will allow you all, the big kahunas, uh, to vote and choose which episode you think was best. And that will determine the fate of the producer that wins the role. The other producer will probably wither away and die in shame and embarrassment. So uh, your their lives are in your hands, big kahunas. And you know what the, the great part about this contest is? No Let's matter who wins, the audience wins, baby. That's oh, I thought we won. won. Oh, we celebrate that privately. Cole is correct, by the way. Uh, first comment of the night. Monday Night Football had to put on two games to compete with subreddit surfing. Roger Goodell, it's all out war mm -hmm. till the spring, buddy. Monday nights, subreddit surfing owns Monday nights, sir. You're mm -hmm. only on for a couple of months. You're a big flash in the pan with your big games. If you really wanted to do it right, the Dolphins would be playing every Monday. 
And then we wouldn't be here. Then we wouldn't have this competition. But the you guys NFL. Stupid Steelers and Browns. Steelers and the Browns. The Midwest, the Rust Belt battle of all battles. But Vinny, not a super chat, but probably one of the best chats I've ever seen. Uh, Rianne S, thank you. Perfect show to breastfeed too. Thank you. I'm not sure which one of us makes you lactate more <laughs> or if it's just just the laughter that does that but just uh, gets the juices flowing for that little baby uh Rianne, how old is the little one that you're breastfeeding i hope no older than like 11 14 oh. okay <laughs> i'm trying to remember who said it but if you if you're breastfeeding while standing in the kitchen you've been doing it too long not my joke so cardiff Vinny. the Contest will start soon, but let's just talk about a couple of things that are coming up. Huge thing. Um, I've gotten my inbox has been flooded today. I'm not taking interviews about it. No, I'm not coming on your podcast to come discuss Stutter Stuttering John's live show. I'm not okay. doing it. Don't care. I am uh, just going to see this thing through. I want John to have his night. I want it to be great. And I want everybody to come to, to have a good time. And that is my mission. And I will not stray from it. So all that background noise, all that shit, your boy Vinny don't care. We're going to make it happen, Cardiff. Vinny don't play that, as you were saying, uh, in the pre-show? Yeah, I yeah, said Vinny. something like that, but it was cool. Vinny. It sounded cooler. No, it was, it, it was lame. Either way, the show's going to happen. If you want to get your tickets, you go to stutteringjohnlive.com. He'll be at Comedy at the Carlson on March 10th. Now, there's also an interesting opportunity that you and I should discuss while we're here with all of our closest big kahunas and our viewers, the coolest people in the world. Coolest, biggest dicked people in the world. Yeah. Um, March 10th is Stuttering John show. But, you know, I know a lot of dabblers are going to come to Rochester for that, and I think that'll be cool. And I'm sure there's going to be just a lot of people from Rochester to come to the show to see John. So yeah. I'm expecting a full house. <clears throat> But people are going to travel in. So that means that I personally like to have a little bit of extra for them. Something that anybody who travels into town can come do. So I have hand jobs, hand jobs from. Well, wait a second. We can't give out hand jobs. You don't have hands. Well, I thought you would do the legwork on that one. Stop volunteering me for hand jobs, Carter. <laughs> That's why my inbox was full from all these messages. Yeah, so anybody was wondering. It had nothing to do with John's show. It was Cardiff offering hand jobs for Vinny. Get your hand jobs, everybody. I, I would love show. I would love to see your inbox subject line RE hand job. All right. Uh, so no. we have the night before, which is a Saturday night. April Macy's gonna be in our main room. Oh, the great, hilarious April Macy. Absolutely. And that means that the Rickles room is wide open, which means it's a smaller room here at Comedy at the Carlson. Seats about 100. Sometimes he lets me get away with like 110, depending on what's going on in the main room because of capacity reasons. So I, actually, I was there. I was there when you had that conversation with the manager there. He said, you can have 100 people or 32 Vinnies. That was his, that was the capacity. Of, 
You were not there. I don't remember a potato floating around. You prick. But I did talk to him about the ninth, which is a Saturday night. Mm-hmm. And uh, we've never subreddit surfed on a Saturday night. We've subreddit surfed on a Sunday morning. We've done it on a Saturday morning. We have. We've done it on Wednesdays. We've done it on Mondays. But we've never done it on a Saturday night, Carter. Never. And so you know what I think that means? We're uh, uh... We're going to do it live. Oh, big news, big news. Subreddit surfing live March the 9th. At Comedy at the Carlson in Rochester, New York. If you want to come, please join us. If you don't, get fucking lost. We don't care. Mm-hmm. We we will accept people that are going there to uh, hate watch. We like those people, too. They tend to drink more. I think we'll win you over. Yes. I think we'll win you over. So uh, I want to say thank you to everyone who's a member of this YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. Sorry for the slow start tonight. I want to get all that stuff out of the way before we get into the real important things. This subreddit, it's bonkers. It uh, is if bonkers. you are a member thank you if you want to be a member all you have to do is hit join uh if you haven't hit subscribe yet please go to the if you're watching on cardiff's channel jump over to subreddit surfing and hit subscribe it helps us out tremendously cardiff tell your people what to do boss them yes get over here do it now get if you don't have two of my at least two two out of my three available memberships you're not a real cardiff fan i'm shaming you now I'm shaming you now. Look at this. Annie Orian, moderator of the stars, just became hey, hey, Annie. a big kahuna. Thank you, Annie, moderator to the stars. Hey, Annie, what do you think you're going to do with that extra inch? Let me know. It's an appropriate thing. That one works. I'm just wondering how that one works. Fisker Whiskers. Welcome, you're great. Has become Fisker. a big kahuna. We love you. We love you all. We hope to see you all March 9th. Comedy at the Carlson in Rochester. You know, Fisker Whisker is the official. He's the official. Uh, what do we call you? The official chairman of Major League Creep Off. He's the commissioner. The official commissioner. commissioner. The commissioner. Yeah. He signs. He signs the Creep Off balls. They're all signed by Commissioner Fisker Whisker. Franklin Checker. Sheckler. <laughs> Thank you for the five bucks. Vinny got an Italian handshake in Detroit. I don't know what that means and probably has something to do with us each. But can I say Franklin Sheckler, thank you for that uh, video from Ray DeVito uh, today. We played that on the creep off because it was really funny. So thank you, sir. Oh, grabby Ray. Old grabby Ray. I, I've met that uh, the woman in that video before. She's so nice. She's like one of the most pleasant people. And like Ray's grabbing her, I was like, "Who else do you want to see? Hey, who do you want to see? Is it me? You want to see me? Come see me. I'm Ray." So my kid, my imitation of Ray Devito. What do you think? It's it's not bad. It's pretty. It's pretty. Uh, pretty close. Pretty pretty okay. close. CMOS forty forty four. Thank you for the five euros for the subreddit surfing travel budget. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, John's Pet Cockroach, thank you for the $5. Who needs Monday Night Football when you have your favorite Spud and Vinny instead? Of course. Of course. Uh, thank you for the $2. Eugene the Bichon Freeze. <laughs> My daddy forgot to feed me dinner. That's horrible. Your daddy Nobody sounds... Dog a bowl or something. <laughs> Get the dog a bowl. Give the dog a, a bowl. Yes. 
Anyway, that's a strange, strange member added to the Dabbleverse recently. Uh, my lost interest, thanks for the 189. Ralph is the number one producer if you can afford him. We should look into that. I've heard there's a young up-and-comer over on uh, Tukey Soup, producer Ralph. I heard he's great. And the great musician, Kenneth Pogue, member for one month. So glad subreddit surfing is back. Love you guys. FKB. And you know what that means, everybody. Bye, Brennan. FKB. Hey, you know what? You know what? Hold on a second. You know, there's a million people watching right thanks. now. I got to say thanks to Troy Smith, Troy Smith for my fantastic FKB sticker. Mm-hmm. And I've been looking, for, been trying to figure out where to put it. But since I'm sitting here watching the show, like on a screen, and I'm looking for a spot. I'm thinking the best place is going to be right there mm-hmm. so that all the world can see FKB. Let me see them FKBs in the chat. Bye, Brennan. FKB. Now, will that come down if uh, the said KB performs at comedy at the carlson the only way he's performing at comedy at the carlson is if john pays him to show up and open for him got it got it. that's coming out of john's end though yeah okay he has to pay his opener if he wants to bring one yeah i actually feel like kb would probably have to pay john the hundred he owes him probably yeah probably finny look at those fkbs lighting up the night sky i love it loving it finny i think it's time for what? To meet our friend, our new producer friend, Yimmy. Jimmy the Lip, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome, Hi, boys. Appreciate you giving me a shot here to uh, potentially produce for you guys. Yes, you've survived the exhaustive interview process. You've jumped through all the hoops we've put in front of you. I mean, I think you've you've come out this. You've you've survived. But I think you've come out of this a stronger man than you were going in. Would you say that's correct? Oh, absolutely. What do you feel was the most tedious part of the audition process? Uh, finding a topic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. It's not so easy, huh? There's a lot to pick. A lot. It's all I'm yeah. trying to point out. You know, I could have went in so many different directions. Yes. And... Uh, I guess I decided to throw you guys a curveball on you, you did throw a curveball. This is going to be an interesting one. This is going to bring me back to the coast to coast style roots uh, that I think part inspired part of the show. So it's a little more conspiracy theoretical. I don't know if that's. I'm very thing. excited for this. We have it running down on the side there. Uh, tell everybody the subreddit we're going to check out tonight, Jimmy. Uh, the subreddit we will be checking out is Tataria. Why? Why? Well, I picked yes. it because I just, well, after hearing, after a little interview, you said something about Coast to Coast and how you wanted to kind of make sure the show kind of gives that kind of a feel to it. And uh, I'm a big fan of Coast to Coast. I occasionally listen to the old episodes for the for the hell of it. Um, so I just thought this topic would fit. Um, you know, could have went UFO Aliens Part 2 on you guys. Uh, but I thought, why not go with something a little bit more obscure? You know, and who wouldn't want to learn about an ancient civilization with advanced technology, architecture, and culture. Well, you kind of, you hit me right in the sweet spot with this one because I really enjoy these subreddits where we could go in and learn about it together because I have never, ever heard of this. I never heard of this so, either. This was new Now, what I want to do is take a second, and uh, my computer is not connecting, but I'll read this to you anyway. Um, 
this is the page uh subreddit r slash tartaria tartaria uncovered antique tech tesla mud flood and beyond here's the about on the community it says maybe the history we've been told is a lie were some ancient buildings built by a different race and their true history was covered up you have my attention did ancient peoples have advanced forms of technology that have now been forgotten? Was the massive kingdom of Tartaria visible on ancient maps? Now, I feel like that's a silly question <laughs> because they're not photographs. They were, if somebody drew it on there, then yeah, it's on the map. There's the size of it really doesn't matter. If somebody, if it was this, you know, super tiny and they drew it, it doesn't matter. It's on the map. Well, Vinny, a photograph doesn't even prove anything anymore anyway. Bridget, yes, they are. Uh, also, too, stinky Italian gang, thank you for becoming a big kahuna. Am I related to you? Very likely. You're one of my people. Very likely. All right, so the sub is an open forum for collaborative discussions of all topics Tartaria-related, including the mud flood, which we're going to learn a lot about tonight, Tesla, antique tech free energy conspiracies hidden history etc 32,000 members on this page there are currently 30 people surfing it as we speak yeah it's it's a it's a very it's a very strange one it's a very strange one it's it's a essentially this when i first saw it i thought what the I thought it was a lost city of Atlantis kind of thing. Like it mm. disappeared in the ocean. No, the mm. land is still there. They just, it got the conspiracy is it was there. This culture was there. They lived, they prospered. They were the greatest of all time. Sounds like Trump was running them. And then a mud <laughs> flood came in, wiped them all out. If they were that smart, they couldn't have gotten away from the mud. That's my mud first comes question. Up from the ground. Mud comes up. Like you don't expect that. Just out of nowhere. So I'm Would hoping you expect that now. No. I'm in a well, basement. That would be horrible. This would be the it's last like, episode. Subreddit server. Potatoes love to be underground, though, so you'll be fine. Oh, it's that's true. true. That's true. I'll be fine. You'll all be dead, but I'll be fine. But hopefully, great. again, Jimmy has a guest on the line. That'd be great to, uh, if they make it, if they show up, if we can talk to somebody who I'm assuming is a true believer in this and can maybe. Yes. Now, I see that there's a guest. Is in the uh, the, the backstage area, so we're gonna bring oh. fellow up in just a minute. Oh, but before, before we bring you up, uh, fellow, hang tight a second, card. If you prepared a video that you found that gives kind of a basic background, yeah. watch this real fast before we bring in our guests. That way, yeah. we all kind of have an idea and we could have a baseline to start from. Yeah, and this is kind of the I figured, why should we explain it when we can get a cute girl from TikTok to do it for us? So go ahead, Vinny. All right. Go ahead, Cardiff. Play. No idea. And rewrote some of our history. So the CIA actually came out and admitted that they erased and rewrote some of our history. And that history is of the Tartarian Empire. So Tartaria was thought to be a global and technologically advanced civilization that existed way before the 1800s up until the 1900s, where it was wiped out by a great reset, a.k.a. the mud flood. Then it was completely erased from the history books and rewritten in order to hide us from the truth. Now, I know this sounds crazy and you're probably already running into the comments to call me some name, but 
I brought the receipts. Cunt. Comes directly from the CIA's website. It was released in 1947. <laughs> Central Committee of the Communist Party issued a directive ordering the party's Tartar Provincial Committee to proceed to a scientific revision of the history of Tartaria. In other words, Tartar history was to be rewritten. Let us be frank, was to be falsified. I don't know if I'm saying Tartar right. <laughs> and why would Tartaria be depicted in old world maps if it wasn't a thing? And Putin actually wants to release the real history of Tartaria. Now take a look at some of these buildings. We were told that these were built by people that rode in horse and buggies. We're expected to believe that they built things like this with a hammer and a chisel. Like even if scaffolding was a thing, the precision, the accuracy. These people were way more advanced than we give them credit for. Like these buildings are said to have been built in the 1800s. And just look at some of these inventions that they had. The math ain't math and... Now, this civilization was thought to have been wiped out by a huge flood that buried it in feet of mud, which was also known as the mud flood. And that is why we see so many buildings that look like they have just been buried or that have basement windows and doors. And this would be kind of a stretch if they didn't dig up the buildings and find that they were in fact buried. That fact alone just blows my mind because I see buildings like that all the time and now I wonder how far down they actually go. And it also makes me wonder if all of the underground tunnels have something to do with this buried empire. And I know you're probably wondering, like, why the heck would they hide this from us? But it was thought that Tartarians actually knew how to harvest free energy from the Earth's magnetic field or ether. The pillars are thought to be energy conductors. And the pointy things that you see all over them are actually antenna. Also thought to be the reason why a lot of them have gold tops. Now, I know that part is just a theory, but think about it. Electricity is all around us. What do you think lightning is? What do you think static electricity is? There is definitely a better way to harness energy besides slaving over fossil fuels. We are living in the Lorax. Now, on that note, I'm going to leave you with one more thought. Who are these doors built for? Hmm. So is that a... I guess we can ask our guests when they we get them on but is that are they rumored to be like giant people yes nephilim okay. i think nephilim is uh what uh people think they are that's i think that's the giants in the bible i think correct nephilim. that is a uh very very prominent weird kind of cryptid thing that people who are uh read and study the old testament of the bible talk about like they talk about a couple of things they talk about the nephilim which are the giants and then in the book of Job, there's some very weird descriptions of animals. One seems like it's a some type of dinosaur. And then the other one seems like it's some kind of also dinosaur like Plesiosaurus. And that stuff is cited to basically disprove evolution to say the dinosaurs lived at the same time of man. How would Job have known to write about this? So I don't know, but I'm ready to meet our guest. I, I can hear the scars on your on your soul going through that and how you know that Vinny. <laughs> yeah is that kind of weird that just came out of me yeah. whoa let's do a show uh hunter duke thank you for the 499 before we get to our guest my wife wants to thank you again for the big kahuna gift wink wink fkb bye brandon fkb corndiff thank you for being a big kahuna for five months cardiff any cardiff any monty just became a member just became a cardiff fan thank you monty 
Uh, Todd Steinberg, thanks for the one nine. Those mud sharks. Yes. Mm. A lot of mud sharks in a mud flood. And Hamhead, thank you for the 260. That's an interesting number. Uh, so you get the full two bucks for the two. Got it. All right. So he's adding the 30% YouTube cut. FKB, thank you. Bye, Brandon. All right. So uh, I believe our guest is going to join us. Jimmy, do you want to tell us a little bit about him? Sorry, before... Hamhead also became a car defender or, or, oh. a, or a big kahuna. Thank you, Hamhead. You're wonderful. Well, I met this guest on Reddit. Uh, I posted late last night around, well, early this morning, I think like 3.34 in the morning, woke up to a, a message from this gentleman. I guess uh, well, he's going by fellow. Um, wanted to remain anonymous. Uh, so I don't believe he'll be showing face, but that's fine. I think, and I think he may have a voice changer. I'm not too sure on that. Um, but yeah, that's really all I know about him so far. All right. Well, welcome to the show fellow. How are you this evening? I know you're coming through, uh, audio only. Yes. How are you guys doing? Good. Doing how are you? Well, can you hear us? Okay. Yep. Can hear you guys loud and clear. It's a pleasure Great. to be on. Well, thank you so much for taking the time to come talk to us about this today. Um, this is a really interesting topic. I, I like to remain open-minded about these kind of things because, uh, you know, who knows who's pulling what on who and exactly. for what reasons. So very, very nuanced. And there's a lot to consider. Honestly, there's a lot of different angles. And, you know, I would just like to preface this by pointing out to the audience and to you guys, of course, that this is a nuanced topic and it's about history it involves aspects of ancient history almost near modern history and um it involves several different layers to it so to act as if we're definitive about any you know outcome like so for instance to, to be like oh i believe in tartaria or i believe in the mud flood it's almost a ridiculous statement because there is so much to it a mud flood is only a part, a piece of the, you know, puzzle when it comes to Tartaria. Tartaria, I mean, the Nephilim, you guys, I heard you guys mentioning that. That is another aspect of it. The buildings that were referenced in the, um, you know, the free energy source that was referenced uh, in the TikTok video that you guys played. That is another aspect to it. There are so many aspects to it. There's the orphan trains, which I'm not sure if you guys covered that yet. The No. Okay. Or or, okay, so, trains. Yeah, so, trains. Uh, yeah. Let's start yeah. at the beginning with you. What what was your what got you interested in Tartaria? Well, to be honest with you, I've always been a uh, skeptical person when it comes to just anything in life. You know, you always have to keep an open mind and understand that there's more than one side to a story. So when we're looking at history, and I'm a huge history fan, I've, I've always been a you know I consider myself a historian, uh, independent of course, but. Still, um, I've always been interested in history, world history, and um, really just I traveled a lot within my life and I've always just appreciated these things. But I also keep an open mind when it comes to things because we also know, you know, it's just common sense. There are wars, two different agendas. One agenda is going to be hidden and that's always going to be a reoccurring cycle. Now you add thousands of years on top of that. Well, <laughs> you have one convoluted mess. So right. that is something that everybody has to keep in mind. Do not get, you know, tied down to any idea or any aspect unless there is corroborated evidence that is overwhelming. Okay. Because aside from that, it's all speculation. What we can do, though, is analyze what we have 
and try to see what we, is strange and try to see the abnormalities and try to find the reasons, you know, why they exist. And if there is some sort of um, connection there, then you can, it could lead you to some questioning. And I think you could honestly apply this type of thinking to any conspiracy theory, you know, out there really, to be honest with you. But um, especially with Tartaria, because once again, it, it's dealing with history. And this is something that is lost and hidden and rewritten and um and, and also aside from all that it just just gets convoluted a lot of people like mess up the details about you know certain historical aspects and you know for one little aspect you change that and that's like a huge change you know so okay. you can't really may i ask you a question fellow i'm sorry yep. to interrupt I, i'm gotcha yep. um the question is this that video that we just played from uh that woman how good of a job do you think she did presenting that I think she presented certain aspects of it, but also kind of presented it in a way that would appeal to a more younger audience. And I mean, I guess you could say it's almost like a conspiracy theory light, you know, because at the end of the day, she didn't refer, she didn't actually go into Nephilim. Like you guys had to bring that up. So she just brought up giants. And of course, you know, giants, that's like an interesting topic, but it, it, you know, if you're just viewing it from like a mainstream or a modern, you know, mentality, of, of course, you know, giants, it sounds crazy. But then once again, you bring up the biblical context of it all. You bring up the the bones that are found in the, in the uh, Native American burial mounds in the Midwest that have been reported. I mean, uh, there is so much to it. There are so many aspects about this. I mean, just one aspect that I'll, I'll, I'll reference just to bolster the Nephilim argument is that nice. throughout the 1800s, and you can go, you guys can go do your research yourselves, like all this stuff. I've, I've read several books and seen a lot of articles from uh, that time period. So the turn of the century, um, essentially, there were various reports of, uh, you know, farmers and excavators uh, digging up large bones within uh burial mounds that existed uh that that existed in the midwest are we uh, talking bones or are we talking full skeletons now i think i can't recall exactly um if there were fully you know you can an anatomically correct skeleton you do find the whole entire thing but i will say just for the record that yes they found bones of giants or at least uh, like a species that is large that they're not 100 percent sure what exactly it was but once again that doesn't necessarily mean that it was a giant it could have been another animal it could have been something else and of course this is a hard topic to discuss because we're dealing with you know archaeologists and excavators from the 1800s so god knows what they knew and then also has that you know have those bones been tested are we currently still testing obviously that piece of it the, the puzzle has been lost in time so all we have is the articles the various articles i will say that that is one point that there are various articles that reference and from different locations, different cities. But there's, like I said, that's just one aspect about it. Honestly, to be honest with you guys, I'm not too sold on the Nephilim aspect of Tartaria, but um, okay. I do find it interesting. It is definitely something to look into and uh, something to consider, you know. Mm -hmm. uh, I, have a, I have a few questions for you, fellow, if that's all right. Yeah, yeah, go uh, ahead. Okay, first thing I'd like to ask you, is um do you believe in tartaria do you believe that tartaria existed as a uh like a country i would struggle to put belief you know under that because the thing is 
Okay, well, let me change you know, the question. Vinny, define is. Cardiff, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> my question is, my question is, do you think that this is a, that this is real? That something was onto it, or are you just interested in this as a theory? Uh, I definitely believe that there is enough corroborated evidence to suggest that there was a culture and some sort of faction of people, an organized faction of people that went under the name Tartarian or Tartaria and referred to, and they even had symbols. So for instance, uh, one thing that, one aspect that really did kind of hit home for me is if you look up Tartaria on Google and you type in Tartarian flag, what you'll come across commonly is and 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 where these they got these images actually of the flags because in the 1800s throughout history there's been printed books of flags of the world you know and listed there is tartarian there's a tartarian flag and usually it shows i don't know if you guys can pull it up but um you got that card it'll it basically shows uh a yellow flag with some sort of like black dragon on it winged beast Mm-hmm. Okay, that's the, that's the common flag that is used to represent Tartaria from what people that's what people have been finding, uh, like looking at the historical record. Now, what's odd about that is if you look up the and so basically Tartaria is suggested they they assume that it, it existed within modern Russia, Mongolia area. Yeah, that's that, that's everything I've seen. It's it's all up there where Russia Okay, this is uh, the flag. Correct. Yeah. Now look up the Russian flag with its crest. Not the regular Russian flag, but the official Russian flag with the crest. Official Russian flag with the crest. Okay, give me a second. With the official crest on it. Okay, that's not good. And what do you see? Uh, Nothing yet, my man, because my screen just froze. Forgive me for a second, guys. Well, just nope. to describe it beforehand, you will see the Russian flag, you know, the red, white, and blue, with a shield and a on it, a crest on it, that shows a man on a horse stabbing a black dragon and trampling on it. Okay, sure. hold on a second. I'm looking for it. Sorry. I, uh, this is really interesting. So what you're saying is that uh, Russia... For some reason, defeated Tartaria. It it seems though, like symbolically, that's what they're referencing with that image, that crest. It seems as though they're referencing it through their nation's crest, and um, that's what I find so odd. That really hit home when I saw that, because I had seen the black dragon flag, you know, for some time, but uh, somebody had pointed that out specifically to me, and that really hit home because. You know, that's a national crest. That is not something that someone just drew willy-nilly, you know? That is something that an artist used, and they use symbolism. We know this, you know? We we know that even on our dollar bills, artists put specific symbolism for reasons, you know, like that they believe they were very important, and this is stuff that goes into circulation across nations. Well, especially on a, on a nation's flag. So that's interesting. Exactly. That's, Honestly, that's a- that is... That makes me consider it. And that's why I would, I would say, I can't say 100% sure, yes, it existed, guys, and there's no question about it. No, 
But at the same time, there is so much corroborated evidence that you can find that really points to a society or a culture or at least a people that existed under some sort of flag and name. So is the theory that Russia defeated Tartaria in some great war and then just that wiped is, them out of the history books? Yeah, that, that's what, essentially what some people propose, that, um, you know, there is a lot of lost Russian history. And, that's, and of course, you know, I'm, I'm assuming, uh, I'm not sure if you guys are all Americans, but, you know, yes. I'm an American myself. We only know so much about Russian history and we only are taught so much about Russian history. How far back does it go? Do we even really get to hear about what happened in like, you know, Eastern Russia? Where's all that history? We only hear really about what happened on Western Russia with St. Petersburg and all that stuff. And okay. Stars. So there is so much that is swept under the rug that we just take for granted, you know? And of course it's a big nation. Once again, this is a nation that is large and it's a world power to this day. So, so it's definitely something to consider and to look into. So what's the, I guess, what's the, um, the ongoing theory with this? Is it, is it something that, you know, why does Russia want to bury it? If they beat this empire, this technological empire of giants, wouldn't that be something that Russia would use as their, as their lore, as their battle cry? Like, look what we did. We've, we've defeated even these giants. Like, Why keep such a, a giant victory quiet? Secret, yeah. Well, that's that's where, you know, the hidden technology um, comes into play. So in a sense, what so let me let me paint the stage. Essentially, what people are theorizing is that uh, there was a a empire that existed that was technologically advanced, whether you want to call it Tartarian or not, whatever. Some people want to call them the Atlanteans. Some people want to call them Lumerians, whatever you want to call it. But at the end of the day, a, a they're proposing that a an advanced civilization existed prior toward prior to the 1700s essentially and they were able to harness free energy through their architecture and through various means that we do not understand to this day and um essentially they were wiped out either by a uh, a force like a military might like like we're saying possibly russia or they were destroyed by some sort of cataclysm and that's where the mud flood comes into play See, so they people assume that, uh, well, presume that there was some sort of cataclysm that happened that really weakened the civilization uh, to the point of essentially like they were wiped out and a lot of their buildings were covered um, and, and destroyed. And that's why a lot of you'll, you'll, you'll find throughout the world, there are so many buildings that are buried and they have levels that go beyond what you'd expect. And they have windows that are um, subterranean and even in my city, I, I won't go into specific what my city is, but even in my yeah, city, what's, what's your address, fellow? One more time for everybody. <laughs> I recently discovered actually that uh, there is an underground cave system that was discovered w underneath my city that was uh, reported in on in the early 1900s, and they found windows there, and they found a clean bathrooms, and it was intact, and it was basically left there. Now, it, the, a writer, a, a local uh, writer from my uh, city actually did write a book about it and he suggests that it, it was used for trafficking or maybe during you know the prohibition era but still it's it's something to consider because once again here we have another as another you know large complex that is buried beneath the city surface I mean this exists in San Francisco this exists in New York this and then also another thing to consider is the the fires now I don't know if you guys know history but 
in the, in the turn of the century, there were so, in the 1900s, there were so many fires in large cities around the United States that destroyed and basically recreated. Chicago, like, one of them. Chicago was one of them. San Francisco was one of them. I'm uh, pretty sure um, Cleveland was one of them. Um, it's still on fire. Yeah, there are so many. There are so Has many. Check on the uh, Cleveland River uh, <laughs> at all lately. Yeah, um, there, are so, there are so many examples of fires that occurred in these large cities that basically burnt down the old city in which, in which they had to build anew. So people theorize that this was a way of destroying the old world that existed. So any evidence of, of those, pri those past civilizations was wiped out, except, aside from the larger structures in which became government buildings, essentially. I mean, any, any of those large buildings that you saw in that TikTok video are, are now now they're essentially government buildings for the most part. And if they're not, then they're buildings that are owned by the elite. So, okay. So all that, how does that connect to Tartaria? Like, is it, what's, what's the connection there? Or is it, are you just saying that there's many examples around of so cities being what, wiped out? So basically the connection is that there is a there was a, there was a powerful empire that existed that is on maps that you can find it's it's internationally it, it existed on maps. It was considered a world power. Uh, it's been referenced in articles. There are people uh, Tartarians are referenced in articles as well. And then aside from that, there also is evidence of you know like these big buildings being buried uh, from some sort of cataclysmic event. So that is why people essentially tie the two together because we have a civilization that is being hidden and from our history, and we also have an event, a cataclysmic event that is being hidden from our history. So people tend to tie them together. Now, that's not to say though that mud flood theory and Tartaria are essentially like bound together because at the end of the day, it could be a whole nother civilization. You know, it, Tartaria, it, some people only view Tartaria as existing in Russia and, and in Asia. Some people view it as a worldwide empire that actually was, you know, international and they ran them, the Americas. So that really depends on like, uh, you know, what you want to believe and what connections that you want to draw. From my perspective, I don't want to necessarily tie myself to that. So I just keep an open eye, open ear. Okay. And open eye. Yeah. So, well, what I'd like to do with you tonight, and I'm so thankful for your time. What we'd like to do is on this show, we like to visit the subreddits where people are having conversations about these things with our guests. So maybe you could provide us and our viewers some clarity on uh, some of the things that they're talking about in there that we might not understand. Does that sound good to you? Yeah, that's fine. Okay, cool. Cardiff, do you want to uh, start hitting some posts and let's see uh, what folks are talking about? All right, let's flip this over. Sorry, guys. All right, so this is, again, this is just a map. Um, this is what's showing, and this is this was labeled as a uh, as Grand Grande Tartary um, from 17, yeah. this is a map from 1771. So this, again, this is from what I see essentially where Russia sits today. Exactly. Right okay. uh, here is the expert excerpt. Um, it was, it was mentioned in that video, that TikTok video we played, but I think the ex, uh, the excerpt here that this is a CIA document, 1957, um in dealing with tartar history uh in other words uh individual writers and historians in dealing with tartar history uh frank was to be hold on in other words tartar history was to be rewritten 
let us be frank, was to be falsified in order to eliminate reference uh, to great Russian aggressions and to hide the facts of the real course of Tartar-Russian relations. So, I, I, like I said, I saw a lot of people posting, uh, pointing to this as proof, right? Like, oh, so Russia <laughs> did try and suppress this. But again, I don't feel, and I've only known about Tartaria for one day. Today's the day I've been I've been digging into this, so I, I'm not claiming to be an expert, but it does seem like, um, yeah, it was a it was a country uh, that existed. It was an empire that existed, and there was a war. And Russia said, "Fuck you, we won." I mean, I saw Rocky Four. I know what Russians are capable <laughs> of. All right, I know. If anyone knows, it's me. But it just seemed that's what that where where a lot of people in the really deep in the conspiracy to point to that as proof that. If this is some grand um, conspiracy. I really see that it points to just Russia being "fuck you, we won." Like that's the way I see that. Mm -hmm. What say you? Uh, well, I think you okay. Considering what you said, I think we have to think about the implications of that, though. The implications of a country being able to hide a whole history of a civilization. I mean, the implications of that are so grand if you really think about it. It's a powerful country. It's a world contender. It's, it was considered our rival at some point. If they're capable of lying about something on that level, now imagine what could be happening throughout our history and in, even in current times. The implications are crazy, honestly. I mean, I mean, what's the saying? History is written by the winners? Exactly. So. Exactly. So there you go. And I mean, once again, it, you could take... Vinny, you could you're take muted. This, I... Can you hear me? Uh, it's Vinny. No. Vinny's out. Can you hear me now? Yes. Weird. Okay. That weird okay. fancy backdrop we got did a number on us. Uh, I guess my question is, fellow, can you just yeah. answer something for me real quick? Yeah. What is the time frame that we're talking about? If we had to guess from all the evidence that we're working with on the field here, around what year are we saying the demise of Tartaria happened? Essentially, most people point towards uh, the turn of the century from the 1700s to the 1800s, essentially, were around that time frame, because that is the time period in which um, America and a lot of uh, nations around the world were actually becoming more industrialized. So and they started filling in these large cities. Um, now, you know, like. There is a lot to consider once again, because like I, I referenced the orphan trains earlier, that is another part of this whole mud flood theory. And that's not even a conspiracy. This the orphan trains is actually a, a historical fact. You can even find like mainstream uh, mainstream reports and documentaries about it. Uh, essentially, there was an orphan train movement that happened in the 1800s where. Uh, well, I don't know. Do you guys know about like newsies? Like, you know how like back in like. Back in the day, in like New York and hear ye, hear not hear ye the uh, the kids like the yeah there used to be a lot of kids moment. right yeah well time to seize the day exactly so yeah you see that all right well there used to be a lot of orphans on the east coast of the United States as America was developing I forget his name you guys can look this up uh, you can pull up the Wikipedia article uh, just type in orphan trains America in the United States or something like that and you can probably pull up the the Wikipedia article because I'm okay. Pretty sure there's can a I, Vinny, okay. can I be the first to say Google that, Jimmy? <laughs> Working on it. I beat you by a split second. But yeah, so essentially there was a whole movement created by a wealthy man to 
use uh, the train system to transport children from those large cities to the Midwest and on. And at this point, they were literally um, shipping like like thousands of kids were being sent on these. And the weirdest thing, we still have testimonial from some of these kids because this program went on for over 100 years. And that's something to keep in mind, too. So we actually do have testimonials and interviews with the people who were orphaned or were on the orphan trains. And, so shipping uh, migrants around the way we do it in the U.S. now from place to place is not a new idea? Of course not. But the, the, the aspect that is weird, which is what I was going to get into, is that um, so a lot of these kids, well, I mean, well, these adults now, they testified that basically they were lied to about everything. So they were they were told that they were the only kids being sent there, that they were part of a special group. And then they were and they were basically sent into re-education centers. And another weird aspect about this is if you look into Native American history within the United States, the Native Americans were also sent into re-education centers where they weren't allowed to speak their language and they had to forget everything and they were beaten into submission. This exact same thing happened with the orphan train kids. So, and, so uh, sorry, where's the connection to the Tartarian? So, so basically... The everybody, but the theory, the conspiracy theorists, or whatever you want to call the researchers, are suggesting is that they essentially, after the cataclysm that destroyed and leveled these these grand cities around the world, the elite of that time got children, brainwashed them, and and sent them in to fill in these cities and created a false history, and created a false. Oh. So essentially created like almost like, yeah, you're imagine you're building a city, you start sending kids there and now you're, t and since you're in control of the education system as well, um, you can you can indoctrinate them with whatever you want, you know? And, and that, the scary thing is that we're not taught this. Once again, we're not taught about the orphan trains. And this is not like a thousand kids. I'm not talking about like 10,000 kids. I'm talking about hundreds of thousands of kids. So that's to say that there are a lot of people in modern America right now who are descended uh, from these orphan kids, and um, they don't even know it. A lot of them don't even know it. So, so that, you know. So sorry, fellow. So is that? Yeah. So again, the, the 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 page I have up now, and a lot of the uh, a lot of the things that were posted in the in the sub about about this is the architecture, the architecture yeah. around the world that this must have come from. Is that is that how these people spread out throughout the world, and then their architecture and technology kind of went with them like where's that connection is that is that where this plays so essentially a pre-mud flood civilization existed throughout the world that's the, this is what they're suggesting and this is not my belief once again so they they, they, they travel they traveled the world and yes they had because the, okay. i mean you have to think if they had the power to you know harness free energy i'm sure that they could you know <laughs> build a boat so, or a plane so they traveled the world they spread their culture, civilization, whatever, their architecture, and you could see remnants of that in their in their architecture. A cataclysm occurred, and afterwards there were and this part is like murky now. This part is this like the transition here. This is the mystery, of course, at the at the same time. So we have to keep that in mind. But um, essentially, what people are proposing is that the elite or whoever was whoever was able to gather gain control after that cataclysm. Um, used their power and influence to gather a new uh, group of like children, like I said, like a large group of people and basically indoctrinate them and create like a whole new reality 
and fill these cities and create basically the world that we live in today. And this has just been going on since. Are there, are there any Tartarians hanging out outside the local Home Depot I can hire? <laughs> Get lost. <laughs> they, they seem to do uh, some great work. Peg leg breaker says, this is the murky part. <laughs> it's funny part. Well, funny. murky in the sense that we can't really know the details of which, how that transition occurred. You know, you'd have to find some sort of written, um, written account of it. So, I mean, of course, and that's why I always tell people, you know, there are a lot of parts where you have to put, put the pieces together. You need to, and you can't really be sold on anything. You know, you got to make sure that you keep an open mind. And still take into consideration and see where where do you see the corroborated evidence, you know? All right. Well, let's keep going through some postcard. If let's uh, let's see what we got yep. here, Bundy. Yeah. Yeah. So I've got this uh, this page up. So again, the examples of the I, I see a lot of a lot of posts about the architecture and it's the you know kind of comparing what the modern you know construction is like. And and I've I've been in I've been in some major cities. I even Rochester. You know, has some buildings where it's like, fuck, they'll never make a building like this ever again. Mm -hmm. You know, like there's things that you just know. But but again, I, th I think about is it just is it just cost? Is it just skill? I mean, I think most of this stuff was just built by Italians. <laughs> I never think Tartarians. <laughs> Italians and Portuguese did this. We're, uh, we're an extra people, my people. We're very extra when it comes to architecture. We're into putting in the the uh, bells and the whistles, so to speak. So well, what I find what I find interesting here is that a lot of these places that, well, fellow the pyramids are they considered to be part of this too or no? I would say that most people don't include that uh, when they're discussing Tartaria. Really, um, I'm sure that there are people who would, you know, and but I do not come across it for the most most part. Um, I, do, I do see, you know, um, obviously there is a connection with like, you know, every, you know, all these ancient civilizations having pyramids around the world. But once again, then we're starting to go back into Atlantean theory, Lumerian. This is this is more ancient. Uh, people don't necessarily, you know, think that the pyramids were something built in the 1700s. I think that'd be a, a little ridiculous. Right. So I guess why I'm asking you that is all of these buildings in different parts of the world. How similar is the style of this architecture that we're talking about that you could kind of point to them as all being Tartarian? Well, there is a, if you do, you know, your research, keep pulling up these images, you're going to see a commonality. A lot of these buildings are very ornate. They're, a lot of them are very intricate in detail. They almost have that like Victorian style to them. And um, this is, it, it is international. This is seen in Japan. This is seen in, uh, even in Asian countries, not just, you know, Western, Western countries. So it is something to um, definitely, you know, look at and you can definitely observe and see the, um, the similarities. Now, obviously the mainstream answer is that, yeah, you know, Europeans went around colonizing and just trying to make the world look like Europe. But we also have to take into consideration, you know, the stories about uh, how these places were built. I'm not sure if you guys have done any research into um, the world's fairs. Yes. I, did you guys uh, discuss that yet? Well, I did on my own. I, I don't think they did, though. Yeah, no. Oh, no we, yeah. Uh, there's, a, there's a rule on this show. We don't do our research until the show starts. This is our research. <laughs> That's sir. your job, fellow. <laughs> <laughs> well, so the world's fairs, how are they involved in this? So 
all those cities that had those fires that I referenced before had a lot of them. I can't say 100%. I'm not 100% sure if all of them had it, but a, a good amount of them, majority, I would say, uh, had what at the time was called the World's Fair. These were events that took place in large cities where essentially large buildings were constructed, ornate statues, fountains, um arcs everything was constructed for a fair that really only existed for about a couple a couple months i believe and these buildings were then were were built within a couple years like literally less than 5 and were dismantled immediately afterwards and the mainstream answer to all this is uh like okay so i would say i would suggest to the, whoever's pulling up stuff to uh pull up uh, chicago's world's fair and just pull up the one of the main images that comes up. Um, the mainstream answer is that all this ornate stuff was built with plaster, not in wood, and not meant to last. Now, of okay. course, you know you could take that, but at the same time, these are very intricate and they're very beautiful. And it does seem pretty funny that they would put this much work and effort into building these things. I don't necessarily. Well, I could see why someone would think along those lines, but I also know that whenever we have the Olympics every four years, they build these amazing, intricate Olympic villages that are, you know, they're massive and they're like all that? sorts of are they like, like that. Are they, they like that? that? Well, they no, they are not that. They I are mean, not even that. even the one, the one standing, still standing in New York and Queens. Right where the Mets play that—that that was a World's Fair, wasn't it? Yeah. So there are actually there are some that still. Look, sorry, you cut out there, fellow. Hello. Oh, did we lose uh -oh. fellow? Uh oh. Oh no! What happened? Come back, fellow. Come back. He's. Oh, there he is. Sorry about that, guys. Oh no, you're fine. No problem. It happens. So what I was saying was that like. They build these things and they keep them, but they don't necessarily use them again because they were built for like a single purpose event and they end up being repurposed in something else. You are correct. I've never heard of them just tearing it down after. That's very that that does make me ask questions. So no argument. Yeah, that building was made out of plaster. <laughs> and and wood. And was erected in, in less than two years. Um <laughs> See, it makes it make, gives you a little skeptical hippo. You like, know, you're gonna like definitely eyebrow. <laughs> skeptical hippo, how dare you, sir? No, I meant erected <laughs> in two years. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Now, and, doesn't it make sense though? Like, if they're gonna build something, if they can build something this spectacular to make that event so big, if they can do it in two years, and they knew they were gonna do it on the cheap. Why wouldn't they just, I mean, it doesn't make sense not to do it. If they can, they did, right? They did, but it looks pretty grand. I mean, if you want to think it's plaster, I mean, that's fine. It's a, it's, it's really open to interpretation, but the, the story definitely with corroborated aspect of there being giant fires existing there, with the corroborated aspect of there being underground subterranean buildings in these cities as well, it definitely is enough to make you wonder and Definitely enough to warrant investigation, I believe. So what you're saying is they excavated down for two years, found the tops of these, displayed them, and then 
no, 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 no. So I'm saying that, that's a, that's a separate thing. So the the these buildings that are from the World's Fairs aren't aren't buried. They were there. A lot of them were just destroyed and dismantled. That's mainstream. That's not conspiracy. Okay. That's just the mainstream uh, history that you'll hear. What I'm saying is that also in these cities you find subterranean buildings. Uh, you find uh, all, all like you know when they're when they're working on the sewer system. You'll you can you can uh, find, pull up images of of these buildings that go deeper than people even knew and they have windows and they have doorways that lead to nothing interesting so i'm going to take a second and just uh comment on a couple super chats we got from listeners here yeah we're, we're backed up so let's, yeah. let's run through these pretty quickly go ahead carl or, uh, uh, carl. hey that's the worst thing you've ever said to me <laughs> i actually have never felt worse uh shannon duffy thanks for the one i Vinny takes chinese hgh and weak testosterone thank you all the time. Does uh, my day. last interest? I play. I prefer my fillet of fish without tartaria sauce. Well, that's uh, agree to disagree here. Uh, Franklin Shecker, thanks for the five dollars. History is where AIDS comes from, and Kevin Brennan too. History doesn't take comedians <laughs> <laughs> down with history. I'm pro future. Go future, uh, uh, Franklin Brennan. You get a freebie. That was fantastic. Thank you. Way to go, Franklin. Uh, Shannon Duffy, the Shuleys write history, controlling, control schooling. Oh, not sure what he means. Oh, Shannon, she means Shannon Duffy. Uh, Shannon Duffy, one, one and I, white nobility, have controlled society since Rome. Uh, Franklin Sheckler, again, with $2, he's saying Tartarian is code word for J-O-O's. I don't think he is. Okay. No. Uh, Shannon Duffy, again, with one ninety nine Ice Wall, Antarctica Treaty. What does that mean? Does that mean something you fellow? It means, means flat earth. Oh, got okay. It. Got it. Got it. <laughs> uh, Toto Payne. We got it. Have we done flat earth yet? Nope. Okay. I figure we'll get there by season three. Yeah. Season three for sure. That's a season three episode one kind of kind of topic. Toto Payne, Diaz, X and 49 in these crazy times. Informed conspira conspiracists seem heroic. Uh, stinky Italian gang. Thanks for the $2. Pull that ish up, Jimmy. Yes. We have our own. We are now, we are now just like Joe Rogan, Vinny. There's no difference. Uh, Amicals, thank well, you. I'm as uninformed as Joe Rogan, so it's perfect. <laughs> Amicals has given us ass two ninety nine. I believe that's what the A stands for. Ass linger longer. Thank you for lingering longer. Love it. Uh, Peg leg biker became a a big Kahuna. This is the murky part. Uh, and Franklin Sheckler ask about World Trade Center seven. Uh, Tartarian, Tartarian connection. Is there a Tartarian connection to World Trade Center Tower 7? Or is Franklin Sheckler pulling my leg? Uh, Gut, been a member for one month. JFK was going to blow the lid on Tartargate, but he got his lid blown instead. That's horrible. Too soon. Too soon, Gut. Too soon. <laughs> Shmuel Buckman, the great Shmuel Buckman. It was very nice Shmuel. meeting you and your lovely wife. Closest hotel to comedy at the Carlson Vinny. What do you want to spend? You you going hourly? What do you yes. think? Yes, Shmuel. He, Shmuel is a uh, Shmuel is a dabbler. He's he's an hourly hotel kind of guy. Okay, you don't want to go to the Gates Motel. All right, wonderful. Or or maybe like the Strath Allen. Strath Allen would be the closest hotel, I believe. A little little, and the nicest. Absolutely, a wonderful, wonderful a uh, hotel. Jeffrey Shearer Jr. Thank you for the ten dollars. This the hidden identity. Is getting stale. I don't know if he's talking about me, but 
I don't care. Uh, Hoof. Yeah. The 10 bucks, though. Yes, thank you for the $10. I'll do whatever you want if you give me another 10 Uh Koof, thank you for the $2. Thank you all for not killing yourself. Never, never. I'll be here forever. You're welcome, Koof. So, uh, Cardiff, let's jump back into some of these subreddits. So, so far, there are a lot of questions. We've raised a lot of questions. Um, we've heard some mainstream answers. What is our next post we want to hit, Cardiff? here all right so again yeah the architecture is is uh is a big thing that a lot of these guys a lot of these posts are about it's kind of pointing to a lot of the stuff the doors i've seen in a bunch of places um and people just here's a someone who had a globe in their family for 30 years that has uh, tartaria kind of listed right there above asia um again i i i i don't think there's a yeah, right there. Tartaria. I don't think there's a much of a debate on here whether this uh, place existed. A but place it, named Tartaria existed. Yeah, it was a there was a piece of land just like the, the place you're in, Rochester, wasn't always called Rochester. And it wasn't always uh, led by uh, ultra-liberal whackpots. Am I right, Vinny? I guess. <laughs> All uh, right, so... What am I looking at here? This is like really cool. Yeah. So this was a post. Uh, this is a subway station, I believe, somewhere in Europe. Um, and the kind of it's underground, obviously. It's kind of seems like it's carved out of the soul. But somebody just posted, are we supposed to believe that they just made these fake columns and, you know, dug out a, a, a subway through it? Right. So I think what they're what they're implying is, you know, this was uh they found these columns and they just left them there kind of hiding in plain sight kind of situation. But they want you to believe that they constructed this like Disney World. You know, the but mountains are fake. Everything's fake. But don't you feel somehow that like a lot of this stuff is just old like Roman or Greek? Those are that's a huge pillar. That thing is massive, whatever it is. But that these are just old remains that have been historically preserved in something like this. Yeah, but but they they have that, and, and that's that's where I a lot of these, um, a lot of the posts I was going through kind of lost me, where it was just like, see, this exists, so they must have had, you know, some type of some type of technology. So what was so fellow? What was some of the technology that they were, um, that people believe that they had, and that. Uh, well, I mean, people people frequently talk about the free energy source, uh, essentially through those spires that you see from the top of those buildings, the antenna looking like uh, pieces, and they're oh, usually they're usually copper um, based. Made out Is of there mercury in there too, or something like that? Uh, that's what I've heard in the in the balls. Like there is essentially like mm -hmm. the um, balls that also exist on these spires, and people suggest that there's mercury. I honestly haven't gone too deep into actually researching to see like you know of course you know is, is that accurate is is are there actual like documents stating that there's mercury in them i'm not 100% sure but i have heard and come across um this information that it did exist so, so like these, what we're saying is you're saying these yeah. decorative fires are some type of energy receivers Yes, of some sort. And once again, this is technology that we don't fully understand. We might be missing a component to it. Um, 
but people suggest that essentially Nikola Tesla is a was someone who essentially was tapping into the knowledge of free energy. And that's essentially why he was, you know, uh, limited in his resources and kind of, um, you know, outshined by Thomas Edison and everything. Well, it seems to me that if, you know, Tesla was working from a knowledge base that allowed a civilization to expand all across the globe before anybody else, you know, had the opportunity and made massive structures that are incredibly ornate and that somehow were able to be powered with electricity before everybody, if we're talking 1700s, you know, it's, it seems to me like Tesla would have just fucking ate Edison's lunch. But you have to understand is that he was rediscovering the technology. So it's almost as if like, cause he, he existed within our society as well. I mean, yes, he's from a, you know, a different time period, but he still existed within the same controlling mechanisms that exist today that have only grown stronger since his uh, time. So essentially he was rediscovering. That's what they're saying. Essentially. They're not saying that he uh, like is a Tartarian himself and he knew all the answers. They're saying that he was rediscovering this information and essentially was leading humanity uh, back to that point. But it was, it was snuffed out by the people who already are aware of that technology. Interesting. Now, so Carter, these, what are you pulling up now? So these would be the, the onion domes. Like this is again, more examples of that technology. Like they're on every building here. A lot of cathedrals, right? Uh, yeah. Whatever. Some government buildings, I think. Mm-hmm. And you once again, you have to keep in mind that on these subreddits, you're going to come across a lot of people posting pictures of buildings. You're going to come across a lot of people posting pictures of globes. Now, what they're doing, though, and you have to keep in consideration that what they're doing is they're just trying to find evidence. And that's not necessarily to say that, hey, just because you find a building that looks old and intricate, that that must be Tartarian. No, what you're doing is you're just presenting it to the community of people who are aware of this. And then from there, we can all work together to debunk it or not. And that's why I think that a lot of people get, get lost is like they they see these posts and they go, oh, these people, these these like, you know, conspiracy theorists, they think that this building like, no, nobody said it's set in stone that this building is a Tartarian building. Nobody said that. Maybe one idiot is proposing it or and maybe it's true or maybe it's not. But we have to just take into consideration that it's compiling evidence and that we have to essentially analyze it. That's how things work. We need to pile it all together, analyze it for what it is, see if there's any corroborated evidence, once again, and then go from there. Okay. That's a lot to uh, a lot to get people to do. Well, it's an ongoing process, and that's the thing. You know, <laughs> It's bigger than people, and that's, that's the thing. You know, a lot of these conspiracies are bigger than an individual. It's not something that one person can just Hey, I have the answer to Tartaria. No, it's going to be a massive group effort. It's going to take, because it's such a large scale thing. I mean, if we're really, if like, once again, if we're, if we're looking at this and the implication, what the implications are is that we're being lied to about civilizations from our government, from our education system down. And we're, there are so many events that are so significant. I mean, the fact that once again, that we're not even told about the orphan trains that populated several states across the united states is just already you know surprising well, enough that should be enough to confuse people why is that not brought up i couldn't tell you why that's not brought up i'm guessing because it's shameful 
yeah, it could be shameful, yeah. but at the same time, it that seems like a very <laughs> like low totem pole sh- a thing to be shameful about when you look yeah. at history. I mean, there's genocide. There's yeah. <laughs> okay, okay, but you know, not for nothing. You know, I'll tell my wife I dented the car, but I'm not going to tell her I pissed in the sink. I mean, that's basically saying the powers that be didn't tell us because they were embarrassed, and that that seems laughable. Well, I'm just asking, like, why they didn't tell about why they were moving children all over the country seems like a shameful thing. And then now, you, you tie that into, you know, in the modern day Epstein and everything else like that. They're mo- moving children. We're moving children. Like, what is all this human trafficking? Why is human trafficking and all this a reoccurring theme, it seems? Once again, here we go. <laughs> it's dating back to the 1800s now. So once again, this is another thing to consider, you know, that it seems as though, you know, uh, re-education and programming uh, the youth and essentially manipulating them. It seems to be a reoccurring thing throughout history and even in our modern history, as we can see with the recent cases. And I think anytime any government, any civilization kind of gets caught lying about some of these things, it almost fuels more theories like this. Like, what else? What else are they lying about? It's the... It's the fake news Trump stuff, right? Like, what else is the is the media lying to us about? What Here's else is the, the thing that I always have trouble with, Cardiff? Thank you for saying that because you're, you're, you're very correct. It's one of those things where if you find a little bit of smoke, you obviously assume fire because you know smoke is the product of fire. So there's smoke, therefore there must be. So when someone is telling a lie, news, there's, actually, there's always a reason they're telling the lie. Mm-hmm. Correct. So yeah, and I think that's what you know, people when are... you catch somebody in a lie, it doesn't mean that every single thing they say is a lie either. Exactly. But it does. It does make you have to when you're using your instincts when you're trying to figure it out. You're almost going to lean more to lie than than the more times they're lying to you, the more times you're going to lean to you know fool me once, shame on me kind of thing, right? Yeah. Oh, Nimrob seventy one with the Italian hate. No, no, he was saying he likes it. I was giving that to Tuki. Oh, got it. Hey, uh, Vibro. Vibro, thanks for becoming a member, my thanks man. Thanks for becoming a big kahuna. We love you. We're glad to have you here. So I guess the question becomes this. We have this country that we don't know exactly how they disappeared. We know that they've expanded. We know that they have power beyond all of the other civilizations. Well, hold on. So I, I think the mud flood is pretty much a common thread everyone thinks that is is pretty clear that's how they were wiped out is that correct well yes a lot of people do uh suggest the mud flood uh you'll hear a lot about that because i mean if you just eat floods in general are a reoccurring topic uh when it comes to like going back to the bible you know you can find that in reference in the bible you can find it referenced in the epic of gilgamesh you can find it referenced in mayan uh mythology so there there are a lot of references to to floods um and essentially you know when people even just look at um you know you can you can see modern day examples of uh, mudslides and they're very devastating uh so well i would never argue that i guess you know when i looked at that globe and some of these maps that we popped up it appears to be that this is a very large geographical area so uh this would be a massive, like, geography-changing mud flood. Yeah, and that's why people consider it almost a worldwide cataclysm that occurred, essentially. Now, are there any, are, are you aware of any 
um, archaeologists allowed to kind of excavate in these areas, work in these areas, look for areas, or is um, the Russian government, or is the theory kind of the Russian government just shuts that stuff down? Uh, not that I've heard of. I have not heard um, of any archaeologists really uh, doing any research into it. I do know that uh, essentially this theory actually did emerge out of Russia. There was a YouTube channel. I, I can't recall exactly the name. It was a female, a Russian female, who actually covered a lot of these topics. And she was the one who kind of kicked it off on YouTube in terms of just like you know, putting the research out there with the photos and everything like that. And then people like John Levy and whatnot started carrying it towards the Western audience. But, um, you know, it's a hard topic to, I was actually just discussing this with my friend. It's a, it's hard to really research into another nation's uh, news and what's going on. I mean, even myself, yes, I was, it is. It is. I was really I trying to get in more information about what's going on with Putin and all that stuff. And really, I from from a day of just spending trying to get that information, I really was only able to get just our mainstream information because I don't speak Russian, and <laughs> you really are just we're just only being filtered certain websites and links. I mean, they even have their own independent um, search engine over there that they use. Um, they don't even use Facebook. So what I'm saying is that a lot of this information is compartmentalized. So it would be good to uh, it would be interesting definitely to uh, possibly, you know, get a uh, Russian archaeologist or somebody who is maybe a histor a Russian historian on the show who can maybe go uh, deeper into this from a Russian perspective to provide something like that. Way to go, Jimmy. Way to go. You missed the boat on that one. Why Shit. don't we have a Russian archaeologist ready to go, Jimmy? Would you like to explain that to me? <laughs> could I have more time to find one? You had a week. <laughs> you Damn told it. us we were doing this yesterday, Jimmy. <laughs> Guys, he's doing his best. He Thank is. you, fellow. <laughs> You're great, Jimmy. We're just playing around with you, buddy. Uh, fellow, yeah. again, what I'm still trying to figure out is why pretending they didn't exist is was a good idea. You know, when it all comes down to yeah. it, there's got to be a reason why it made sense to the entire planet to just say goodbye. Well, the ruling elite, not not the entire planet, because the thing is, we weren't in, queued in on this. The average person wasn't queued in on Fair this. Enough. It Fair was enough. only the ruling elite. And that's another thing you have to keep into consideration, that education back in the day was a luxury that only the rich were provided. The average person wasn't allowed, to, wasn't ever going to make it to college. They weren't allowed in the universities. They weren't allowed in the schools. They were only given, even public school education is is just almost like a recent thing. It's not thousands of years old. So that's something we have to consider that people were kept ignorant for a long time. And this was a, system, a systematic thing. This wasn't something that, oh, it just happened willy nilly. They wanted to educate them, but they couldn't. No, this was a privilege that they, the elite wanted to keep for themselves for a long time and i mean you could still even see this in today's world because you see you hear about all the corruption about you know nepotism and all these you know ivy league colleges and stuff like that it still exists to this day there's still a lot of gatekeeping and we're still dealing with those issues so sure well we live in an information age and we all have our suspicions as to who's giving us what information when and 
we all know that there are nefarious people out there who do like to pump the world full of information that isn't true for whatever their end game reason is. Couldn't tell you. Um, not even getting into politics, right, left, whatever. There, we all know yep. that there's people who shape narratives for a living. They exist. So it's not far-fetched to think that there have been people who have been doing that particular job for the last 300 or 400 years for powerful bodies like the governments, the Catholic churches, and things like that. They're publicists, so to speak. Yes, These exactly. are a little more insidious, but yeah. Well, especially if there's technology to be hidden away from us you know i mean i feel like that's already a good enough reason if you really want to just put it simply just to hide the technology to hide the information information is key and we as you just said we're in an information age if they are hiding information from us they are hiding something that is essential for humanity the most valuable aspects now that's interesting you're not wrong there you know having the technology is obviously an advantage to any party. Correct. Okay. So, Cardiff, do we have some more posts we want to look at, bud? Uh, no, I think I want to catch up some Super Chats, and we can start okay. uh, start winding down. But uh, Tommy, getting made, thanks for the $10. The geometry and stonework of the Giza pyramids is so precise that they could not have done it without the supposed technology they had at the time. Same with lots of ancient stoneworks across the world. Yeah, I, I was surprised that there was no connection made to to the pyramids based on the, some of the stuff and we'll, we'll pyramids will definitely be an episode we do one day because some of that stuff is fascinating what what, yeah. what about that fellow you were gonna i thought you were jumping in oh no sorry that wasn't me no okay oh i was gonna say um you're not gonna have to convince me hard that there's something that i don't understand about the pyramids because that really does not make a lot of sense no i i know I don't know very many architects who really are on board with, yeah, they just made them because, I mean, yeah. you're talking tens of thousands of people having to work night and day for decades and upon decades, hundreds of years to build one of them. And a Taco Bell takes a year and a half to make here for some reason. Yeah. Can't not put pickles on a burger. No, impossible. Shannon Duffy, thanks for the one. The Shulies have lied to us since the revolution war uh stinky italian gang for the two dollars the mud flood is at the border now okay and shannon duffy with another 199 (laughs) shuley's weapons control hurricanes fires and floods it's a powerful network they have over there i'm not sure if they can control yeah they put mike Morse in charge of that so luckily everything's quiet but uh, fellow, I think uh, I want to thank you. I, I think we're going to wrap up. But is there something you wanted to kind of close us off with? Something where you, something you wanted to say you didn't get to say? We don't want to cut you off before you've, you know, you've been very generous with your time and your and your information. And we don't want to, uh, we don't want to rob you of anything that you wanted to get out there. And and please, if you have a YouTube channel or a podcast, something you want to promote, please do that now too. Uh, I have nothing to promote right now, but I'll just say to the audience and all your listeners that. You have to do the research yourself, okay? You're going to come across a lot of different things in life, okay? But you have to put the work in if you really want to know. If you don't want to know and you want to just go with what people are suggesting, by all means, you can fall under a belief system. You can take their word for it. You can take my word for it. But if you really want to be sure and if you really want to have a deeper understanding, then do the research, read the primary source documents, go and actually 
put the footwork in because that's what too many people are lazy and they do not want to do the research. And this is the reason why you see all these clickbaits and all you see all these people just jumping to conclusions. And that's why mm -hmm. humanity is so easy to be fooled because we just don't want to do the research ourselves. We want somebody else to tell us, hey, give me a summarized version of that. No, you can't get the summarized version of it because the reality is it's too complex. Once again, we're dealing with history. We're dealing with architecture. We're dealing with militaries. We're dealing with government systems. We're dealing with um, childcare. We're dealing with so many different aspects that you can't just ask somebody, hey, give me a quick summary of this. No, because it's just so much bigger than one person can just give you. And I can, I could honestly go on, on about this type of stuff for days, but the reality is that we all need to put our effort in. We all need to put our work in if we really want to see some sort of progress. So that's about it. Okay. I do have a question. Shannon Duffy, uh, thank you. You own this shit, brother. Thank you. Dig deep. You're getting some compliments from the from the chat. But I do have to ask. So when we can't trust governments, what they're telling us, the, you know, history is written by the winners. Where do you do this research that, you know, this is the right information? This is the wrong information. This is like, is it if you see enough, the majority of it points to A and only a was, couple point to B? Like, where do you where do you draw that line? If you can't trust the information you're getting, how do you know what information you can trust? Once again, it comes back to corroborated evidence. Are you seeing so you find this information from one source? OK, whatever it is, Inf let's say information A, you find it in one source. OK. Now you need to find a whole different source that is completely disconnected from that. And if you do see a commonality there, then most likely there is something there. That's really the formula. You just have to keep doing this. And once again, it takes a lot of effort. It's not something that's like, you know, very easily done. You're not gonna be able to go to one source and that's the definitive source because like you said, we can't trust anything. Of course, there might be liars. Of course, there might be, uh, you know, fictional uh, accounts written. Of course, there might be some of this, but once again, there are certain aspects that are almost irrefutable. I mean, going back to the dragon that is on the crest of the Russian flag, it's irrefutable. You know, there's nothing that we can say that would that's really going to refute that. So that's something that you need to keep in mind. Just corroborate the evidence from different, completely different sources. And now, I think you've done a fantastic job yes, of uh, presenting you. what you believe tonight, fellow, and uh, what you've seen and uh, what thank your you. thoughts are on this topic. Really really insightful and honestly very down-to-earth thinking which i do appreciate i do appreciate your perspective on this so i just want to clarify and maybe ask one final question before we let you go yep. and my question is is the dragon on that russian crest in your opinion the best piece of evidence for you it's a good question and if not, what is the best piece of evidence for you? Because, like, I get the maps. I get that maps exist that show this place. But, I mean, what makes you think that this technology, what, the whole package, what's the thing that makes you think that all of these ties are woven together? Great question. You, you scared him off. Oh, no. Okay. Oh no, fellow! <laughs> I thought I thought I was doing a good job there. Hey, uh, Goiser Moss became a YouTube channel member. You're a big Kahuna, Goiser Mass. Sorry, welcome back, Captain yeah. Caution. Thanks for the five bucks. You're on to something. Skeptics, skeptics can hang. Yeah, I wanted to ask. I want. I hope fellow comes back. Uh, 
I did want to ask Nimrob71. Thanks for the 190. So it's a tartar tartar source, correct? Uh, I did want to ask fellow if there's any other conspiracy theories that he can uh, kind of speak to as as eloquently as he has tonight, because uh, he may be a re- another recurring guest, along with uh, I think our pal Birch the Great and cartographer. We might lean on a couple a and couple other times. Don't forget Roger Patterson and Roger Pat. Yes, our great Bigfoot guest. Yeah, we have to revisit with some of those guys. Those were great. great guys. So, and, and fellow was great. Great job. Uh, Jimmy, how do, think, how do you think Jimmy did? Everybody, tell us in the chat. We want to hear your opinion. Should we, should we disqualify him for not having a Russian archaeologist on the show? Oh my well, God! Actually, I have Dylan coming in the uh, the stream right now. He has a Russian archaeologist in his studio, ready to. Great job, Dylan, from somewhere. Oh, we're ball busting, you, Jerry. You're you're we fantastic, are. buddy. Uh, make sure. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll talk for a little bit. Don't jump off the stream. Uh, when we wrap up sure. you folks uh, who watch the show tonight, it's always fun doing a show for you guys. You make this so much fun and uh, really, really appreciate you. Hi, Patrick. Hi, Patrick's lawyer. I, I see you. I don't know what a Malunigan is. Oh, Mr. Malunigan, <laughs> Mr. Malunigan. It's a schnoodle. Yes. A schnoodle. I am a schnoodle. Uh, we have fellow back in the, uh, oh yeah. Come oh. on back fellow. Oh, oh sorry. Fellow. All right. Yeah. Sorry about that, guys. My uh, phone died. <laughs> oh, they, were okay, sca- man. they were scared of Vinny's question. Yeah. No, the powers that be were trying to yes. shut me ah, down. <laughs> Russia. Russia did it. Yep. The reptilians. Uh, so, so, the gist of Vinny's question, Vinny, if you could uh, summarize again and let uh, see if fellow. Is there any it. particular piece of evidence that you would point to as best evidence to prove all of this? I would say the piece of evidence that stood out to me the most, um, that was the, really the most shocking, was definitely the the crest on the drag uh, on the Russian flag, um, but also the fact that it has been referenced throughout uh, several documents, historical documents that you can find. Uh, if you would want, I can send links forward uh, after this conversation, just so you guys can look into that yourselves. Um, sure. But you know, I, would I would say that you to do that if you can, and I will attach them if you want. I'll pop them on the information on the YouTube channel on the video, so people want to check out those links. I'm sure that there are people who'll be interested. Okay, yeah, definitely. I'll I'll uh, send the links forward so you guys can do the research and uh, look into it yourselves. And I think, yeah, like I said, that was definitely the most jarring evidence for me because once again, here you here you're seeing several different historical accounts from different nationalities from different places a lot of them uh even could be different agents news agencies reporting very similar findings uh in various different parts of the world in various different uh states and uh they really these once again these are not talked about to us they are not brought up you're not going to find it on the history channel you're not going to be talked about in history class and it just goes once again like how how is this not coming up you know like i'm like i said i'm very much into history i've always been a history buff always watched the history channel played the games did everything and not once was tartaria really brought up i mean i've talked to the best of them and a lot of people don't even know about tartaria until recently with all this um mud flood and everything coming up so it's just something to consider because you know once again why would they do this why would they hide this from us and um tie it in with technology tie it in with hidden history um 
you find a lot of good reasons why they would do it. So, you know, I, I told you I'd let you go, but now I got another question. <laughs> All right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, fellas. It's okay. I'm going to shut up if you want. It's fine. I'm sitting here thinking about this Nephilim thing, and we're talking about these very giant tall people. Then I start thinking about advanced technology. Then I start thinking about aliens. Then I start thinking about was this an alien colony on Earth that got destroyed and then we just didn't want anybody to know? Is that a theory that people float with us? Oh, yes, definitely. Mm -hmm. I mean, even in the Bible, it, it kind of references a sort of alien type of invasion because you'll find that uh, the Nephilim were created because the angels uh, made love to the sons of God. So essentially, nice. the, the, the people of God, you know, so so God's creation. Can I put so my essentially, they create... in your ass? <laughs> that was the Nephilim. And <laughs> <laughs> the you can call them angels, you can call them aliens, you can call them extraterrestrials, whatever you want to call them, but it's otherworldly, essentially. Otherworldly beings. Uh, yeah, because I know... That, that so, weren't human. Beings that yeah, weren't human, essentially. Yeah, yeah I know. And, I, and just in the, the little research I've done on the pyramid stuff and going into those conspiracies, and again, we will do an episode on that one day, but yeah, aliens is a very big... Something that a lot of people point to is it's got... It has to be. So I'm surprised that there's more isn't more of a connection to... To this now, exactly, and don't get caught up in titles too. Because the thing is, once again, you can call it an angel, some religious people will call it an angel or a demon. You know, uh, people who are more inclined to think scientifically will might call it an evil alien race, you know, or somebody might call it a good alien race, whatever you want to call it. Once again, what is the fact? The fact remains, it's just otherworldly, so we whatever. can't get caught up in you know, in titles and names and stuff like that. Because does it even really matter what like? you know, their name was, no, it's just what matters is what actually happened, what transpired, where were they, or where are they from? Not the the name that we want to, you know, bestow upon them because we can get caught up in semantics all day and, you know, argue about that, but that's just going to waste our time. Okay. Now we know Vinny is a bit nuts. Yeah, baby. <laughs> we Glad still you love you. It out, guys. Glad you figured it's it out. Uh, fellow, I just want to thank you again for your time. I've said it a million times, but you're great. Uh, we'd love to have you back again. If there's any other topics you find interesting that you think might be a good fit for the show. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, of course, if, of if, if there's anything you could speak so eloquently on that uh, you think would be interesting, you definitely uh, hit us I up and, and come back on. Fellow, for we sure, don't find sure. so many articulate guests on Reddit that often. <laughs> yeah, Usually I mean, we have guys in stormtrooper masks who fuck plastic. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's our typical guest. <laughs> so thank you for coming on. I appreciate it very Thanks, much. Man. Thank you. Thank you for listening and hearing me out and just giving me the time to speak. So yeah, thank our you. pleasure. It's, it's always great to hear other people's thoughts on something. And, you know, I got an open mind. Who knows? Maybe maybe some people out here are convinced, but I will uh, include those links as soon as I get them. I'll throw them on this video. They'll probably won't be on there tonight, but as soon as I have them, they'll be up there. And fellow, thank you again, my man. Jimmy the Lip strong strong Dylan from somewhere right, better buddy. bring it and behind the scenes strong helping us find some stuff man good good stuff Jimmy we we thank you for that Jim, Jimmy sounds like Jamie I mean that's another plus oh, I didn't it, hear that before oh no it brings us closer <laughs> and closer to our goal of a Spotify exclusive deal uh, that is one half of the criteria yeah, guy named you also Jimmy. have to figure out how to fake us having a millions of listeners every week. Um, yeah. Folks, 
become a member of the channel if you like this content and you want more of it make sure you hit subscribe on the subreddit surfing channel and hit that little notification bell so you never miss a live episode we are going to do our goddamnedest folks to be here on monday nights this season no yes. more flip-flop and washing around different nights this is it baby you're stuck with us on monday our vendetta against the nfl is kicking off all right all right goodell we know you guys, people are watching. Uh, Hi, Roger. Vinny, Hi, Roger's lawyers. Hold on, Vinny. I'm not sure if you realize what you said there. What? You said kicking off, and you were referring to the National Football League. No, I know what I said. I was being cool. You did that on, you did that on purpose. You're smart. You're witty. Come on. You're witty. <laughs> Jimmy, Jimmy getting some love in the chat from Vibro with two euros. The new guy, Jimmy, is awesome. Fit. Great show, guys. I didn't know you had relatives in Europe. Uh, Jimmy, uh, Shannon Duffy, thanks for the 499. Vinny takes weak HGH and Chinese testosterone. Thank you for well, again. Thank you for the $7 tonight telling you that. I could yes, buy more. Raising, awesome. raising awareness. Franklin Sheckler, $5. Was Tukey's favorite Australian AH the last chance? I know that the AH means something. The last chance of freeing the Tartarians. Uh, what was, what was that the basis of alliance with the Japanese Empire? Franklin, I'm going to lean to no. Just send me more videos of Ray grabbing people. Deadpool. Deadpool. Coming in big. Thank you. Paul. Thank you, Deadpool, for the 4999 home run show, home run guest. Yes, it was uh, a great, great guest, great show. Jimmy, great job. Uh, like I said, Dylan's got, uh, got his work cut out for him next week, but we will uh, put up a poll somewhere i guess uh, we'll figure that out and, and get oh, yeah. car defenders uh, the, the big kahunas to vote yeah on which, only way uh, you're voting is if you're a member of the channel nobody else has any say yes so if you want to vote for one of your favorites after uh, next week become a member we'll have a poll up on the uh, the youtube for for big kahunas only and we want your input you guys are the ones paying for the show which kind of show do you like you like a jimmy show you like a dylan from summer show Maybe it's a 50. I'm hoping it's a 50-50 split. I'm hoping we can take advantage of two awesome creative guys. You know, Bi-weekly switch out producers, you mean? No, make you both just do double work for every episode. Oh, well, okay. Yes. <laughs> so we make them both do double the work for half the money? Co-executive <laughs> producers, yes. Damn it, Cardiff. That's awful. <laughs> it's an awful thing to do to somebody. Yeah. Uh, yes. Let's stop, let's stop hatching evil schemes and stop patting ourselves on the back. Let's say thank you to the viewers tonight. We'll be back yes. next week with Dylan from somewhere. Jimmy the Lip, where do you want to plug? Where can people find you, Jimmy? I know you have your own show. Uh, yeah. Uh, Sunday nights, I stream on. Uh, I'm back on YouTube doing it again. I've been kicked off like over a year ago, but I'm finally back here. Uh, I've been originally over on D Live, but back on youtube you can find me uh jimmy the lip over there and uh there's links there to send you at all the other places my twitter yada 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 what are you what are you talking about on your youtube jimmy jimmy uh, the lip it it just ranges really i i start off the show going kind of going over current events type of a deal occasionally going down some rabbit holes uh may have a few drinks but i don't get stuttering john drunk as of lately that is um, just kind of have fun with it and just talk to everybody. That's the end that. of our show. You guys are great. Thanks for watching. On YouTube. We'll oh, Shannon Duffy, one last one in. Thanks for the 199. Roger Goodwill is deep state lawyer. You have to show. 
Okay. Yes. I don't mess you with deep to. state lawyers. That's a rule I have. Yes. That's the one rule I have. Do not mess with deep state lawyers. Big kahunas. It was great hanging with you tonight. It was great to meet a couple of you uh, in Detroit. We had the great subreddit surfing posters. We were signing for all the big kahunas that showed up. And Did also, I tell you the most surreal moment of that, by the way, where we were okay. signing subreddit surfing posters, Cardiff? Yes, you can. I looked over, and the golden voice himself, Ted Williams, was standing next to me at the bar, and he had grabbed one of our subreddit surfing posters. And you know what he did with it? He signed it himself and gave it to somebody else. I so sent him the subreddit surfing Ted Williams poster. I that congratulations. It's v- it's very rare, but I've also sent him a bill for that poster. He owes us nineteen ninety nine. Pay up, Ted. Teddy boy. You're gonna have, have to go on the streets again to catch get away from us and our our deep state collection agency. Yes, that was fun. Bye, we everybody. Have, we do have a few posters left. We'll figure out a way to get some out to some of the big kahunas. Maybe we'll uh, give some away as some prizes. But thank you, everybody. And uh, surf's up. Surf's up, big kahunas. Adios.